0: hello and welcome to Let the Record Show, a Civil Law podcast. I'm Callie Mize, attorney at Civil Law, where we help you through life's transitions. So today I'm going to talk to you about considerations when choosing an agent for your power of attorney. And just a reminder, if you have any questions about this topic or anything regarding estate planning, probate, and more, you can visit our website, civillaw.com, for our blog and more resources to help you. So first of all, what is a agent and what can they do. So there's two kinds of powers of attorney, one for healthcare and one for financial. This is sometimes called a POA for property or a durable power of attorney. An agent is someone that you, as the principal, designate to make decisions on your behalf when you are incapacitated and unable to make the decision for yourself. So a financial power of attorney, they're in charge of paying bills on your behalf. If you have a business, they can make business decisions. They can purchase things for you, anything from groceries to medical equipment. They can get you a pet. There's a really interesting clause in our power of attorney that I love that says that your agent can get you a companion animal if they so choose. So I hope you get that puppy dog that you always wanted. They can hire and pay caregivers, and the overall goal is to take care of your well-being and financial interests while you're incapacitated. A healthcare power of attorney, on the other hand, is in charge of making medical decisions upon your behalf. So examples are artificial life support, medical treatment, surgery, and other procedures, artificial nourishment and hydration, DNR and CPR decisions, amputation, blood transfusions, experimental drugs and medical procedures, and arrangements for long-term care. So they are similar yet different, and it's important to make sure that you have the right person designated for each one. Let's get into that. So things you should consider before choosing a power of attorney. First of all, do you trust this person? Do you trust this person with your important financial and other legal and health affairs? Is this person financially responsible? How do they manage their own financial and legal affairs? So if you have a relative who is not so good with money, we've all got one, that's probably a good indication that they wouldn't carefully handle your finances either. So it's a good idea not to designate them. Another consideration is will this person agree to serve as your power of attorney? You should discuss your decision with them and they should agree before you officially appoint them. It's always a good idea to talk with them beforehand so that they know that should something happen, that they have this power and they can be ready to use it should the time come. And then another concern is what if your agent refuses or has passed away? So first always designate two to three people to act as your power of attorney. And we'll see why that's important in a minute. So if you're agent refuses to act, they can sign an affidavit stating that they are declining to use this power and the next in line to be power of attorney can have that along with the power of attorney document and they are now designated power of attorney. If your agent has passed away, the next in line will need the death certificate of the deceased POA along with the actual document And if there's no one left, then a public guardian could be named through the court, leaving your literal life in their hands. So it is really important that you have several people named so that in case one cannot serve, you have another one right there. And finally, one big thing that I want to point out is that the power of attorney is only good up until the principal's death. It does not extend past death. I had a client who came in and recently told me that she named her son power of attorney for property so he could have her house when she passed. And that's absolutely not true. Once you pass, the authority of your estate goes to the designated executor or trustee. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And like I said, if any of this resonated with you, come have a chat with us, come talk, get out your estate plan, look it over. And if you need to make changes, come find us. And for awesome listeners of this episode, we have a special discount for the first five listeners to mention Let the Record Show by giving them 10% off of their estate plan. So that's it. Remember, if you have any questions about this topic or anything regarding estate planning, probate, or more, you can visit our website, civilaw.com, for our blog and more resources. I'm Callie Mize, attorney at Civilaw, Law, where we help you through life's transitions. The information you obtain in this podcast or on our site is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established.